Hello and welcome to the Cosmically Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna O'Keefe, and I'm a confidence coach, mindset expert, and a breathwork facilitator. I help women to unearth their self-doubt, heal from the root, so that they can unapologetically step into their power. In these episodes, we are going to be diving in to the topics that are going to help you heal, get inspired, and peel back the layers so that you can become the best version of you. Find out how to work with me on my website. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to today's episode. So this is unscripted. We're just free-flowing here. And this podcast is all about managing your motivation. So if you are here, it's likely that you need a pep talk. (laughs) (laughs) it's likely that you are feeling unmotivated, feeling a bit stuck, feeling a bit stagnant. And firstly, you know, it's no guilt, no shame here, right? Like we all go through phases of feeling unmotivated. But I think what's worse is when you are ambitious, when you're an overachiever, you kind of kick yourself for not feeling motivated rather than actually just switching on the curiosity in terms of, hmm, I'm not vibing here, you know, like, why am I not vibing here? What's the, what's going on for me? Um, so hopefully this podcast is going to give you a bit of insight in terms of how you can manage your motivation. I'm going to bring my Capricorn energy to kick your ass a little bit so that by the time you have finished listening to this podcast, you are ready and set to go. So I think the first thing to note here is if you're feeling demotivated, if you're feeling flat, fatigued, um, if you're kind of feeling a bit stuck and stagnant, there is a reason for that. I think so often we think that motivation and energy is something that happens to us and there's something that's out of our control when really your job is if you are serious about shifting how you feel your job is really understanding what's not working for you here and coming at that from quite an emotionally neutral place so really starting to understand you know what are the different areas of my life work relationships friendships money hobbies health education and learning you know all of these different areas of your life which ones aren't feeling good right now and I'm sure even as I'm talking through that you're going to be thinking "Mm, okay there's a reason for this because you're not feeling demotivated by accident and if you get to the root cause of what it is that's causing that demotivation you're going to be able to do something about it and you're going to be able to shift it So really thinking about which areas of your life need a bit of attention, need revisiting. And so I suppose you can kind of start here and then I would next move on to, okay, so when do I feel really motivated? When do I feel really energised, really good, really expansive and excited and determined when was the last time that you felt like that what were you doing what was going on for you in your life 
because that will help you paint the picture of how you can kind of start to recreate that motivation and recreate that energy. Because if you're fucking sitting there waiting for motivation to come and knock on your door and be like, hey girl, I'm ready, like we're out of a funk now, let's go. You are doing yourself a disservice, right? This is in your control. You can take steps to start the wheels turning, to start to get that energy back up. And it doesn't have to be kind of wild, throwing the baby out the bathwater steps. You know, you don't have to sign up to a marathon tomorrow. That is definitely not what I'm saying. But I just want to give you a bit of um, a bit of control back, right? I want you to feel empowered that you can start to make change. You can start to break the cycle of demotivation, of self-sabotage. But you can only break that cycle if your desire to be motivated to get back to that determined, excited, energetic version of yourself. Your desire to get there is greater than the desire of staying where you are right now. So what are the benefits of staying motivated, right? So the benefits of staying demotivated and kind of where you are now it means that you're kind of, you know, you're in that kind of victim mode. And what happens when you're in victim mode, people look after you, people give you attention, people care about you, they're checking in on you. What's another benefit, I suppose, of being demotivated, you know, you can stay safe, you can stay small, you're not pushing your comfort zone, you're not stretching your comfort zone, you can stay in that place of safety. So I think starting to notice the benefits of staying demotivated might start to help you put the pieces together in terms of why you've been stuck there for so long. Is it fear? Is it fear of judgment? Is it fear of success? Is it fear of failure? Because all of these things might be possible, you know? If you are self-sabotaging and keeping yourself demotivated at the moment, then there's something underneath that. It's not by accident. It's not a coincidence, right? So what you can start to do here, I'm obviously giving you a lot of questions. And feel free to pause this episode at any time so that you can start to write these questions down, maybe even journaling on them and seeing what comes up for you so that you can start putting the kind of jigsaw pieces together to understand what's going on beneath the surface here. Um, But I think really starting to track this. So how often are you feeling demotivated? really recording when you are feeling the most demotivated and when you are feeling the most energized. Starting to think about the people, the places, the activities, all of these things, right? You can think about it like your kind of amplifiers. So what are your energetic amplifiers? The people, the places, the activities, the things. And what are your energetic drains the people the places the activities the things right and as you start to get quite practical with this like I love getting practical with these things when you start to break it down and look at it practically you actually empower yourself to make change 
you empower yourself to do things differently. Because if you're going to get out of this funk, if you are going to get yourself back motivated, back to that version of yourself that feels expansive, energetic, light, you're going to have to take different action. You're going to have to do something different. So really think about how that feels for you in your body. Are you hating me right now or are you feeling energized? <laughs> I'm happy either way. Um, it's all part of the journey, isn't it? But really feel into what's going on in your body right now because that will be quite indicative of what's going on for you. I always say that to my clients, right? Like switch out of the mind and get into the body. What's your body telling you? Your body is so intuitive, far more intuitive than the mind, <laughs> far more intuitive. So really think about what it is that your body is telling you. And I say all of this with my kind of strong Capricorn energy, but of course there is the compassion, right? There's the compassion, there's the kindness. I don't want you to, (laughs) I don't want you to bully yourself out of um, feeling demotivated. I want you to empower yourself out of it, right? So compassion and kindness for yourself is such a key one here, right? Like self-care and self-love is really how you start to take your power back. And your ego kind of might tell you that it's not okay to be kind to yourself, that it's not okay to pause, it's not okay to rest. Um, But just uh, just kind of expect your ego to do the, to do it, you know, expect your ego to say those ki- things and just be kind of cool with it and do it anyway. Dial up that self-care, things that make you feel good, you know, fresh bed sheets, getting to sleep on time, um, making sure that you are filling your body and your mind with nourishing content and food. So another kind of kind of quick way to start to get your motivation back is to move your body. So if you are kind of in that heavy energy, it feels like like you are quite your energy in your body is literally vibrating at a lower frequency than when you are feeling expansive, when you're feeling excited, when you're feeling energized, the energy in your body is vibrating at a higher frequency and you can see it in people. But the amazing thing is you can start to influence this in your body. So if you are feeling kind of down B, if you are struggling with your energy and you are struggling with that motivation, if you just move your body for three minutes, put on your favorite song and just kind of vigorously move your body, shaking your hands, shaking your arms, shaking your feet, shaking your legs, you will feel a difference because what that does is it shakes up all of the energy in your body. So you can start to settle at a different frequency. So all of this is in your gift. And regardless of how demotivated you feel, you can put an amazing song on and get up and dance for three minutes. You can. You can, even if you do that seated and just shake your, shake your hands and shake your arms, that's great, right? That's great. And even if you don't 
feel ready to do that. If you really are stuck in a funk and you are thinking, I don't want to dance today, play the music and visualize yourself dancing. Your brain doesn't know the difference between fantasy and reality, right? This is so interesting. And this is this is why I say our body is so much more intuitive than the brain. Because, you know, you can visualize something and your brain thinks that's reality. It doesn't know the difference. So even if you just visualize yourself dancing, it still has a really, really amazing effect on your body. So I think the next point to think about if you're feeling demotivated and you are feeling... Um, stark really starting to think about <clears throat> sorry excuse me really starting to think about the circles that you're in the energy that you might be absorbing from other people if you are going to work for instance and everybody is slagging off work they're kind of really downbeat they're moaning about work they're kind of saying how much they hate it all of these things right it's going to be really difficult for you not to absorb that energy. So really watch out for the kind of people that are starting to drain your energy. Because, you know, when you start to feel more motivated again, that gap between you and somebody that's kind of downbeat and moaning all the time is going to become wider and wider and wider and they're probably going to fall away anyway. So you might as well do the self-care work now to create some distance so that you can just work on your energy. You can work on getting you back motivated and that's going to feel really good. And this isn't just, I'm not just talking about in person here, I'm talking about um, virtually too. So really thinking about the types of people that you, the types of people and the types of content that you're creating, that you're um, consuming on social media. So if you are following loads of news outlets, for instance, like that's not going to be great <laughs> for your motivation. You're not going to be feeling good if you are, you know, just consuming news content all the time. It's the same as if you are you're following people that potentially trigger you and potentially make you not feel very good about yourself like and they these might be people that are close to you it might be people or it might be influencers and people that aren't close to you it might be I have this with clients all the time where for the entrepreneurs listening if you are just setting up your own business and you're following naturally a lot of other entrepreneurs and you are comparing yourself to them that is going to kill your motivation, like absolutely kill it. One of the best things I did when maybe like three or four months into setting up my business was I just unfollowed all the coaches that I followed, which no, I love coaches. I absolutely love coaches. I fucking love the coaching industry. I love it all. But for me, I had to really take charge of my motivation then because it was making me feel not enough, not good enough. And so, you know, I had to make the decision to unfollow people with love, which, you know, it, it's just how it is. And you have to take responsibility for your own feed. You really, really do. And I think really sharing how if you've got somebody in your life that you trust or you're working with a therapist, you're working with a coach, really airing all of this. So making sure that you're sharing everything, like all of this isn't getting bottled up. If you don't feel like you have anybody to trust and talk to, write it all in a journal, get it all down. So it's not, when we're harboring all of this and it's um, within us, sometimes, you know, that energy gets stuck and 
it feels heavy. It feels really heavy. Again, so it's going to be harder for you to get energized. I think so the majority of my audience are female. So I also really want to touch on um, cycles here because I think it's really key to remember that as a woman, you are not built to feel motivated, energetic, excited 100% of the time. It's just not possible. So if that is the bar that you're setting for yourself, that bar is too fucking high and you're not going to be able to achieve it. So I'm going to talk through this really, really quickly. Um, and I'll do another podcast episode on this because we can dive str- we can dive all in to rhythmic living. But as a woman, you have four seasons. Similar to Mother Nature, right? Like Mother Nature has the four seasons, spring, summer, autumn, winter. Women are exactly the same. And so your winter season is, starts on the first day of your bleed. And so your winter is where you're going to be feeling really introverted. Your energy is going to be low. Like your motivation might be low. Um, there's lots of beautiful things about the winter season for women. Like, you know, that's a really amazing time to pause and reflect, to slow down, to dial up that self-care, to really speak kindly to yourself. But that winter time, you're not going to be feeling, you know, motivated to go and do like a hit workout every other day or, you know, go and go to all these parties. Like you're just not going to be feeling that And so really knowing when your winter cycle is, when your winter season is, and really allowing time to slow down for that. If you don't have a period or you're not menstruating, you can also, you can live a rhythmic life by using the moon cycles. So the new moon is the same as the kind of winter season, um, which is the same as kind of menstruation time. You then move on to your spring season. So spring, much like kind of spring in mother nature, like that's where the excitement starts. There's an excitement to spring. So this is where your energy and your motivation is going to start rising. So you are going to be kind of more interested in terms of what's going on outside your body. (laughs) Like you're going to be kind of starting to feel a little bit more extroverted, a little bit more kind of outgoing, um, it's an amazing time for just having like loads of ideas, loads of, um, yeah, just loads of freshness, you know, like I love spring for that. It's kind of the beginning of a new cycle. And after spring, obviously that's when you come into summer. So summer is where you're going to be feeling motivated, energized, expansive. Your body is literally trying to get you pregnant. Like this is your ovulation phase so this is around kind of day 14 of your cycle um and yeah you are feeling good you are feeling fiery so this is the version if you've landed on this podcast this is the version of yourself that you're probably wanting to get back to if you're not menstruating or you don't have a period your summer cycle is the same as the full moon right so you're going to be in your summer season when it is full moon time So this is when your energy and your motivation is going to be at its peak. Then we move into autumn. So autumn, I actually think is my favorite season. I love autumn so much. Um, 
in mother nature but also in my own body too so awesome things start to slow like the craziness starts to slow down and drop off slowly but what i love about autumn is and what is so magical about our bodies is your body naturally without you even realizing it goes into nesting mode So if you have ever had those days where you are just so fucking productive, right? You have literally ticked off so much stuff off your to-do list. Or if you have had those days where you just have a feeling that you need to spring clean the house or like just declutter everything, it's likely that you are in your autumn. And the reason why we do this in our bodies is because your body is naturally trying to get everything done so that you can pull back in winter because it knows that it's coming right so this isn't even a conscious process like we don't even have to think about this our bodies are just doing this and even if even if you're not menstruating or you don't have a period leaning into the moon cycles women are meant to be cyclical women are not meant to be running 110% all of the time. So even putting that pressure on yourself to be in your summer, in your peak, 110% of the time, you are doing yourself a disservice and that is gonna be adding on more pressure, more stress, which is gonna make you feel even shitter about yourself. And unfortunately, the way that we kind of live at the moment, um, we, especially if you're living in a kind of corporate, um, if you're working in a corporate job, you are kind of forced into, (laughs) you're forced into, you have to be at work nine to five, Monday to Friday, every day, like, you know, and the way that corporate life is structured means that we can't necessarily kind of be led as much by our cycles and things. So I think just being really wary about falling into the pressure of kind of comparison, um, competition, like all of these different things, because actually your body is your body and wherever you are in your cycle will determine how much energy and how much motivation you have. Okay. So I think that's everything from me on motivation. I think my final kind of parting words, what I would love is if you finish this episode and you do something for yourself, you do something to create that motivation because nobody is going to come and do the work for you. You have to take responsibility and you have to, you know, you have to go and create this fucking amazing life that you are dreaming of. Like you have to, it is your that is that is why you are here because you want to do that and you deserve that right you deserve to feel so motivated so energized that feeling where you wake up in the morning and you just can't wait to get started you can't wait to start your day so you deserve to get back to that so have a think about what step you can take right is it going to the gym is it going for a walk is it putting a song on for three minutes and dancing to it Is it going and meditating? Is it going and buying a journal so that you can start to reflect on the areas of your life that maybe are keeping you a little bit demotivated and keeping you a little bit stuck and actually then taking the action to start to change that and start to make change in your life? It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you about motivation today. If you have enjoyed this episode, please share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at jennaokeefe.co. Please subscribe so you are always the first to know when new episodes drop. 
and please pop me a message and let me know how you found it. I shall speak to you very soon.